0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Take out fucking midweek mentions. I just want to clarify that I've never, ever once listened to that podcast for whoever that person is that they had on. Um, anyways, so we'll kick it off and we'll go from there, right? All right. And we're back with another episode of Post Post Game. This is Fleminem, the host for tonight. We're sorry we missed you last week. And who we have with us, of course, is the one and only P. Lace. We have Jeanette joining on a special edition of Post Post Game. Got Lou in sales tonight. I don't believe it's Bruce in sales based on previous conversations. We have Allie, who uh, may you'll, you're probably going to get to know a lot more about Allie, I think, coming up soon within the show universe. The one and only the Kij. We have Boss Man of All Bosses, Mike Ryan Fan Account, Eric Murph, a.k.a. That. And the reason we actually have a special Jeanette is because she had to come for one of her favorite Low Ranges of all time, and that is our special guest of the day. The creator of the best show song to ever be created, the host or co-host of Yes, Maybe No with some other guy that makes music as well for the show. I can't remember his name at this time. You, you can remind me, Yeti. And the producer, I believe, or third Will, whatever you want to call yourself, of the Greg Cody podcast or Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. Welcome, Yeti. What's good?
2: Hi, welcome to your show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> glad to be here, too. I, I'm Chris Cody's manservant.
3: You're his assistant. So he's Dan's assistant and you're his assistant.
2: That's the way we're playing it for right now. Yeah. Um. No. They. Uh. Um. Yeah. Producer. Um. Yeah. Like that. Aaron. boyd,
1: Whatever it is, man. Uh, we're all super excited for the opportunity. I know you are, and we're gonna ask you a bunch about it. And just to be clear, his co-host, if yes, maybe no, uh, was Andrew Streeter. I thought he was gonna clarify, but he just like a Greg, he wanted to get right into talking about himself.
2: It's we 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 are a species. We're not. We're not. You know, we're we're an alien race, it's just an alien race, alien race of Gregs, and you'll see that as the show unfolds and as we get to talking about them more often, you'll you'll see the the uncanny similarities. And I think that all Gregs, for the most part, are like, except for any serial killers. I'm I'm not one of those. We disown. <laughs> and those those are the Gregs with two G's on the end. Those are clearly serial killers.
1: I can say with all confidence that if we were to ever be invaded by aliens, I hope it's a bunch of aliens similar to Greg because they would come here, look at us, and quickly just be uninterested in us and just want to go back to whatever it is they're doing. So if we get invaded, I'm okay with it being that. With that said, though, Yeti, so one, thanks for joining us. Uh uh, We've done show songs. We've done yes, maybe no. We've done all that. But we really wanted to kind of dive into the new position, right? So with that, I guess you kind of kick it off. I mean, you know how this goes more than anybody. Do you want to give us a little background on how this came to be? As much as you can tell, obviously, we know it's brand new. So anything you can't tell us. Uh, we'll try and we'll try and beg in and we'll move on.
2: This was a very, like, out of nowhere thing to happen. Um, it. Uh, I, I listen to the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody um, you know, every week. Uh, big fan of his. Um, ever since I first got introduced to him, uh, w- one of my buddies who was kind of trying to urge me to listen to Levitard. One of the few people that I know that I, you know, that i that i like would work with or that I knew pre-COVID uh before I met all the folks here, um, that actually listened to Levitard. And so he was trying to um t- trying to encourage me to listen to the show and he kept talking about Greg Cody. And so when I finally got in and listened and called on to Greg Cody, I was you know, it just I fell in love with him just like everybody else does for the same reasons. He's just, you know, funny guy. He's just he just reminded me a lot of I think he reminds a lot of us of our dads. He's he's like the perfect caricature of all like all the the good parts of 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 dads.
1: I've never never experienced those parts, but... I'm glad, I, you said, I, I was, was going to wait for you to say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the easy joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, you know, so I listened to the show. I was really happy when they started a pod. And the joke is that this would have started last summer, um, even though it really didn't. It's just little seeds planted here and there over, over a long period of time. But, um, you know... Uh, we, we could say that the show songs kind of started and, and they did. That's where I started building re- the relationship with Chris. Um, but really those go back to like 20, the end of 2016 was the, the very first oh. show song I submitted, but it never got played. It's a, it's the one about when Stugatz went on his gambling spree where he was like 0 and 17 or 0 and 18. I did a whole parody to <laughs> Nirvana's heart-shaped box called Stu Gots, or Stu-shaped Gots is what it was. And uh, it never got played, but that's I got Chris's email then and just every now and again I'd email him. And, and then when the Fine song happened, um which was oddly enough several years in the making, that's when I you know we started actually having an open channel of communication with Chris. So that's one seed on and on and on throughout all last year. But then Greg um you know started the pod and he had a couple of um little sweepstakes or contests or whatever you know like the first you know, retweet the show and you know out of everyone who retweets the show this week we'll invite you on to have a little like a happy hour a virtual happy hour with us and um so or and with him and chris and so like some some of some of the uh um
1: a virtual happy hour so they were just like hop on zoom kind of like laughter the club basically yeah, they yeah, yeah. Zoom, they, have some drinks.
2: Have some drinks and just okay. talk to Greg. It wasn't recorded as far as I know. It was just get to meet Greg <laughs> Cody. And uh like I know like I think I'm not sure if steak was on one of those or not. I can assume if a
1: happy hour existed, steak was there at some point.
2: <laughs> Is it? Right, put it on the poll. Can it be a happy <laughs> yeah. hour if steak sauce isn't there? Um I think Steve may have weaseled his way into a couple of them. Um, but like, cause he did, he did two and then they announced a third one and I was like, okay, cool. But this one was at the Instagram. It says share and share, our, an, share our post in an Instagram story and we'll select who we want from that. And I was just sitting around and, you know, Flynn, you've gotten to know me. You know that, uh, I think you referred to Andrew back at Christmas time. You told him that, you know, yet he seems like an over preparer and I'm an under carer. I think it was the phrase you used. <laughs> that sounds about uh, if right. If something can be done, it can be overdone. So I was like, I was just sitting around and I was singing a, the Ballad of 1440 and I just had, can I do a, a and it just had the uh, Zoom chat with Greg Cody just kind of fit the the rhythmic structure of the song that he was doing a parody of. Uh, a, a song by the Kings called Muswell Hillbilly. And uh so I, I listened to that. I'd never heard it before. I'd heard the Ballad of 1440 several times because it was just, wonderful in all the Greg Cody ways and um <laughs> started I had some words and in about 20 minutes I had this one little 40 second verse and chorus um or uh, and uh put it all together I uh, that one I actually recorded all the instruments myself I just laid out a bass line on my keyboard and and put a drum track behind it and got my guitar and then I came up with three-part harmony and there we had it and Chris was like dude that's incredible you're in and so I was like okay cool and then it never happened.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the two got so strong and Chris Coney. I messaged a little while later and I was like, Hey, is that still happening? I don't want to pr- you know push or anything, you know. And he's like, Oh yeah, we need to get around to doing that. I'll be in touch soon. Nothing. Crickets, nothing. I emailed him several show songs that got played in the meantime, but nope, nope, we never for all I knew, because I, I just don't know how people perceive our names, because I was emailing him from my main from like my my Greg email account. So I was like, does he know that I'm Yeti – I don't know. I mean I'm just – I'm stupid like that. I'm just – I'm not – I never know what people know and don't know. And so the whole time I'm like, he might not even know I'm Yeti Blanc. I don't know. Who knows?
1: So And, I, and I'm not asking – maybe I'm asking this for myself. I don't mean to I want to make sure I know where we are chronologically.
2: Yep. This is last summer towards July, August.
1: Okay. okay, and I was only confused because when he said he doesn't know who I am, I was like, "Have we already? Did we get to the interview?" And I completely missed like whatever conversations yeah, no, y'all had recently. No, you're, okay,
2: you're pushing me on. You're doing a good job of producing and, and prodding me along to keep me from rambling. <laughs> no, no. Look, if
1: you plan on talking this long, you may have picked the wrong podcast to produce because Greg does not want you sharing that microphone. Oh, no, that's
2: true. Nope. <laughs> I'm giving you a, <laughs> we'll get to that
1: in a minute. I, I just wanted to make sure that I knew where we were chronologically.
2: Yeah. So, so then, okay. So fast forward. You know, I, I, I'm I'm still listening to the show. My kids make fun of me all the time because, it, like, they just randomly every month or so. You ever going to have that Zoom chat with Greg and Cody? You ever going to talk to Chris? <laughs> we had a couple of, of near misses where we thought we were going to, you know, be able to talk to them, and didn't happen. So then the show two weeks ago, because they were off last week, they mentioned something about Chris, you know, like, and I just didn't know if they were joking or not, but Chris was saying we might have to, um, Dan might have to steal me away either completely or almost all the way. Uh, from, from, you know, your show, what are you going to do then, Greg? You know, so, and I, the way he was talking, I, I really wasn't sure if he was joking or not, but I was like, just in case I, I was just, I was in my car and I was like, why not? But well, just, just, just yeah. send Greg a message, you know? Um, so I did, I shot him a DM and I was just like, Hey, uh, if Dan does steal Chris, uh, I'm your guy. So you went straight to Greg. I didn't want to come on too strong with it, but yeah, I just went straight to Greg. And I saw that it was read that afternoon and no response, no response on Tuesday. I'm like, eh, oh well, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't heartbroken about it or anything. But then Wednesday I get a, uh, get a DM from Chris with two eyeballs, with the eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji. And, uh, and I said, um, is something awesome about to happen or something terrible about to happen? And, <laughs> and he, uh, he wrote back and said, my dad said you were, uh, yeah, my dad said you reached out to him. We want to talk. We really like the idea that your name is Greg. That was about it. they said, no, let's set up a t- what's your schedule like? Let's set up a time to talk. So we, um, uh, that Friday, I got my, my second, or that Thursday, I got my second shot of, uh, the, the, the no, Pfizer. A couple weeks ago? Yeah, or? this would have been just like a week and a half ago. Who, a uh, who told you about
3: the, the vaccine
2: shots? Yeti? So speaking of that, um, if you refer to a past, a, a recent episode of Jeff and Lou of a podcast, Uh, Never heard. They they had, they had. Well, it's it's a pretty good show. You should check it out, especially the one where they have me, Yeti Blonde,
4: or me, Jeanette.
2: And you would know, and and you (laughs) would know if you listen to that that Lou, no kidding, no lies, no exaggerations. Lou saved my life. Well, have a good night, folks. (laughs) I don't. I will say I don't want to. I don't want to give off the full story
1: here. I think people need to listen to Jeff and Lou have a podcast. In order to hear the, story. I, I think, so
2: go check that out. So yeah, I got, I got the second, uh, second dose of the vaccine that Thursday had the day off cause I, in, in case I got the Pfizer flu and, um, and sure enough, I did, but I, but I willed myself out of bed and I got on a Zoom chat with Greg and Chris.
1: Now, um, you know, only the strong
2: survive. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we had a talk and I think it was really just to see, you know, at that time they're like, we still don't know if we're adding somebody or not, but, um, we, uh, we, we, we might be, we, we think we want to. um, And so let's just talk. And so um, we got to talking and we just, it was really good. There was good chemistry, uh, a lot of jokes back and forth, um, just kind of explaining what they would be looking for if they bring somebody on. And that was it. 30 minutes later, we were done. And, um, and then early that, uh, I guess it was been last Wednesday, I got the text from Chris. He's like, if you want it, we want it. And so we uh, we we had a little um, got in on we started a little chat together and started bouncing show ideas and that Friday I was on the phone with or I was on a call with Mina Kimes and um and it was great so
1: wow um, well before I let kids because kids has a question about what um one of the many things you just walked us through can you pick up that name you just dropped <laughs> and then I'll let kids uh, <laughs> kids you had a question about a portion of what he was discussing.
3: Yeah. So, well, one thing is, can we play the the 1440 parody? Sure, or I'll send set.
1: it
3: to you. Yeah. Yeah, um, that'd be. Great. So I don't know if I heard it.
1: Before. We'll add it to the audio. Yeah. Um.
3: Yes. And yeah, that'd be dope. And uh, another thing was, uh, I was actually listening to the uh, Greg Cody show, with Greg Cody, earlier today, and uh, you were mentioning the whole. You were mentioning the whole um, thing where you know all the jobs. Are meeting up and then they're hitting each other with uh, the pool noodles. Yeah, yeah.
2: the, The Josh's. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So in the scenario where all the Gregs are meeting up, what kind of activity would we guys be having? And what would be like if it's a fight? What would be your weapon of choice?
2: Our words and they would be all about ourselves um it was just <laughs> just to see who can who can talk the next one under the table is is pretty much where it would be that's one different that I, I will say that's one difference that greg and i don't have is i i don't drink he does but somebody's got to drive him around when i'm in south florida which you know,
1: it's not correct I've, yeah <laughs> not
2: yeah yeah see that that's the thing i don't drink because somebody's got to drive that's 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 my my motto um but yeah um speaking of that check out this upcoming episode of yes We no where we discuss ride shares
1: <laughs> uh, the shameless plug. I love the fact that Kish was so afraid of asking you another question that result that resulted in a timeline. <laughs> He's like, I can't ask another question that's going to result in hearing the history. Of I'm this. bad but about that. I, I, I'm bad about. No, that. you're good. I, I'm just giving you a hard time because I have a lot of questions about the interview. But I know I don't want to. Steal I will. I will situation. make my.
2: I will make. I will make my answer short. Let's go.
1: No, dude, you're good. I I don't want, the reason I don't want to ask right now is there's so many people here that are happy for you. And I mean, genuinely happy for you, dude. Um, I think I'm speaking for everybody and I'm sure they'll do it as well. You're, you're genuinely the nicest person that we've all met on Twitter. And I know it doesn't mean a lot because it's Twitter, but it's hands down. Like we, I'm about to, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead, cry in the middle of it. no no I
2: was about to say I'm about to get a lot more mean. I'm gonna send this to Jeremy Tachet <laughs> <laughs> Well, if he
1: talks less baseball, <laughs> but no uh, we're we're happy for you, man, so we're we're gonna pass this around because I don't wanna steal everything for you, and I imagine Lou just knowing Lou has a lot of questions for you, so I'll let him go next no actually tonight i don't it's 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 been a it's been a weird week
3: uh i just have i can't wait till we actually get the meet up yeti i uh, hope we can get that to uh you know that can happen yeah. preferably when you're hanging out with great Cody then we can really kind of move <laughs> up, so
2: yeah no hopefully soon i i think um lou and, and i Lou and mayor matt and i will will probably be getting together pretty soon to have an occurrence, and I can't wait for that we were We were looking at um the first weekend in may. But, uh, the mayor is busy. But, um, but soon. Very, very soon.
0: Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Yeti, congratulations. I have been so happy for you since I learned of this news early this morning. It set off the tone for my entire day. So after all of this, I'm going to go to sleep because the excitement has worn me out. But I do want to know, as the new Greg on the block, do you have first dibs to the baseball card collection? Have you already <laughs> eyed a couple that you're like, if I put out Banger podcast, I'm going to ask for this instead of a bonus check.
2: Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start making a play for those. No, don't give Greg any ideas. He'll pay me in a baseball card. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that i might that I may or may not be able to flip for something um but <laughs> no um yeah yeah that, that that should be a character i play is trying to weasel in on the um on the the family the family fortune Yeah, I, it, my real goal would be to get the miss pac-man machine um <laughs>
1: Ooh. so how long do you think it is yeti because you remind me more of greg than chris that the
2: other day <laughs> <Did he>? okay <laughs>
1: Y'all, senses of humor—like you literally could not have found a better person, I think, within the universe of fans to become Greg's producer. Because you get his humor, you can make all-time references, and then the two of you singing songs that none of us know is going to be great. <laughs> I know it's going to happen eventually. So, with that though, how long? What do you in the over/under before you take Chris's spot in the will? Are we talking twelve months, six months?
2: Oh, uh, let's see. You never know. Um, I, I don't. I'd already. Next. I already made a joke yesterday about being a son. Um, like if Chris couldn't be there, that you know, like, look, you have your other son here, Greg. You know, so the, the seeds are being planted.
4: Hi, Yeti.
2: Hello, Ellie.
4: From Mayberry to Miami, super You're proud of right. you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious. From what I remember correctly, from your get to know your Lauer Ranger, that Chris was your favorite on the show. Has that ranking changed at all? And has Greg? surpassed him or risen in his own individual ranking because you're now on the show
2: so dan is my favorite on the show um but uh just just because he's 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 the he opened up everything you know um but uh but but uh chris was my favorite out of the shipping container um i loved them all but yeah he's he's just been the one of him he, mean, he's the one i've got the closest i've had the most <laughs> communication with and he's been really good to me and um Dan, I just say Dan's my favorite on the show period because he's done so much to shape who I am over the last few years and really getting me to look outside of myself and some of the, uh, the viewpoints that I, that I was raised with or that I had or just things that he, making me consider things I'd never considered before and introducing me to voices I'd never heard before who have done even more just to, uh, make that grow exponentially. So. Dan is my favorite on the show, but Chris is my favorite out of the shipping shipping container. And no, that hasn't changed. If anything, I'm, I'm he's even more my favorite. He's solidified even even more that he's my favorite. Now, I do want to pose a theory. Something I, I'll have to throw out to Greg and Chris is, you know, Dan or Chris or Greg was Dan's mentor at the Miami Herald. So, could we really say that Dan owes everything to Greg Cody? Wow!
1: Um, Look at who has become the producer of the Greg Cody Show with Greg (laughs) Cody. Heady plays. So I don't. I don't know what happened there before. Oh, go ahead, Lou. You had something. I I was going (laughs) to say yes, maybe no. Zagaki.
4: (laughs) You know what? Maybe.
1: (laughs) Anybody have any other show lines they'd like to get in here? So before I go to Pam, who I know has a question for you, I I just need clarification of what just happened. Did Allie not listen to your Get to Know Your Law Ranger properly, or did you use Chris to get the great Cody job and then switch your favorite? I missed her <laughs> No, no, happened.
2: Allie just misheard. She misremembered. Uh, she okay. was not okay. Pfizer week. Pfizer week. Pfizer week, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Got it. Pam, you had a question for Yeti? I do
4: have a question. Hey, Yeti.
2: Hello, Pam.
4: I'm so excited for you and so proud of you. So congratulations, first of all. Thank you. Um, my question is, because I know you're also a dad, do your kids know what a big deal this is? Are they excited? Do they think you're, you know, they realize their dad is super famous now and do they care?
2: (laughs) Super famous. They'd be the first to tell me I'm not, um, because you know, I'm not on YouTube and that's all they care about. You know, I don't play Minecraft on YouTube, like their pal Preston plays who I would love to see walk into the ocean. Um, And uh, take that for data, Preston. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but no, they, they, uh, I did play for them kind of w- uh, where Chris introduced me today and they laughed real hard at when Chris said, say hello to the audience. And I said hello to the audience and <laughs> they loved that. And I was like, okay, cool. I still had them for a little bit more time. They're, they're not too cool to like laugh at dumb jokes like that yet. And so like that, I feel good about that. So, um, so they, they, they think it's cool. Like they, they, like I said, they joked on me for not getting to talk to Greg Cody this, you know, for all these months and they thought it was cool. They're really supportive, uh, especially my son, my daughter's, you know, she's 10, so she's getting to where she kind of is, is like, whatever, but she still thinks it's cool. But my son is like at a point where he's really like, he, he's really excited for me right now. It's oh, my okay. wife who couldn't care less.
4: No, she's <laughs> been, she's been, she's
2: been really happy. She's been very, very happy.
4: Well, you've earned it, you deserve it, and we are all super proud.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. you
1: got it. So speaking of people that use, like, picking on you to motivate you to do things, because it seemed like that's what your kids were doing, Morgan out in Australia has a question for you, and she's a huge motivating factor by continuing to tell us the things we haven't done yet. <laughs> so Morgan, what questions do you have for Yeti?
5: I, I don't have a question. I have a challenge. Um, I'd like Yeti to um, force Greg to get another pair of shoes. Um, cause it's just <laughs> absolutely preposterous. The man has three pairs of shoes. It's just not good enough. So, um, I don't know. Christmas present. Um,
2: maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can work it into a Zappos sponsorship.
5: Oh, that, Zappos, that, that might, exactly. Look, that might be what we do. You're a try to do. producer. You are made for this.
2: Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I'll try to do is get a, and, and then maybe they can send me some side as 14s cause it's difficult, difficult to find yeah, no, and, for, for Yeti too. So
5: and yeah, as a, as a, um, behemoth footed oh, woman I uh, got size 11 so if you can send me some Zappos I'd be happy with that
2: there yeah, there we go we'll, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> that out
5: <laughs> but no but seriously I'm so happy for you Yeti um, this is amazing it's such exciting news and no one's more deserving so you're gonna kill it don't forget us
2: thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: Kiz you had a question about music
3: yeah um so basically you play a lot of instruments. sounds, like how many do you actually play?
2: Like, so I, I would say I really, I, like, I actually play guitar. Um, I, uh, um, I can, and, and I can play bass. If you can play guitar, you can play bass. Just, you know, you mm-hmm. can at least, you know, play along. Cause if you know the, the bass, the bass note of the chord, just follow that. And if you get better, then you can do runs and stuff like that. But anyone who plays, who knows a few chords on the guitar could follow this, those same chords on the bass. I don't have a bass guitar famously. Um, <laughs> maybe not so famously, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I, don't have a bass guitar, but, um, I, actually I, I think I'm going to try to build one. Um, I almost have everything I need to start building my first guitar. So I'm going to try. Um, but, uh, but I, so I fake piano. I mean, I know enough. I, I know my, I know the notes and everything. So, like all the bass lines on all the songs I I, I play, whether it's um like the fourteen forty parody that I did, uh, the zoom, zoom zoom chat with Greg Cody, or uh, the pirate radio anthem, all the bass guitar parts are actually just keyboard parts that I put a, a bass guitar uh, filter on on or plugin on on my re- re- recording program. And um yeah the, uh, the yes maybe no theme song yeah that all the bass on that is just keyboard keyboard bass um and then uh, uh so but but I can fake piano it's um a fan account will like this it's not velociraptors but it's t rexes my brother equated the way I play piano to be like a, a three finger t rex playing with a yo yo um because I play with I play the, on the right hand with three finger chords and then I do bass octaves down here. And if someone doesn't play piano, and I sing over the top of it. So if someone doesn't play piano, they'll think I'm pretty good. I've had people like, you're really good. I'm like, <laughs> but if anyone's played piano for like, you know, a month, they'd know I'm a fraud. Um, but that's okay. Like I said, it, it's, but, but that's where I've worked out a lot of song ideas on the piano. Um So then, yeah, we, but if you can do, if you can do a little bit of keyboard stuff or piano stuff with mid.
1: He can't, he can't. You know,
2: I'm just saying like for someone who can with MIDI plugins, you can put in a whole orchestra just because you can play the keyboard. And so I've got one of no, one of my it. songs I've I've got working on I've got I've got to think twenty different orchestral pieces inside of it right now which is why I haven't finished because that's way too much. But uh, but yeah, I'm so. gonna bring
1: you back in here because I'm because I I, I want to know and this in the same creativity mind I, I can already like your your mind never stops moving with creating music and in the show today in the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody produced by Chris Cody and Yeti Blanc they mentioned that you're going to be a, not just, you know, behind the scenes contributor, you're going to be producing. So like what, and you don't need to give away what's going to be coming up, obviously, but rough idea. Like how do you foresee some creative paths that you want to take the, the podcast to go?
2: So like, we'll, we'll go back to this episode. Um, Chris and I are sharing some of the editing, po- uh, 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 responsibilities, um, like, uh, that there be sometimes I'll do more of the editing. Sometimes he will it just depends on what our schedules schedules are like, how the interviews laid out, how the, the, uh, shows start and, and end laid out. Uh, but this week I, um, <laughs> fan account just asked if I could get daddy Yankee on. I've been doing well about ignoring the chat and if he, find, he got me, he got me. <laughs> he, he couldn't, he couldn't get me when he was out in the open, but now he's slid back into his shadows. He, he got me. Um, but, uh, no, but I'm um, so like, this week, I um, I cut up the Mina uh, uh, segment, which wasn't hard at all. It was only like a twenty minute. He, she only had twenty minutes to talk anyway. Um, I, I I came up with some of the ideas. I came up with the geography geography B. That was actually stemming from a a Lauer After Hours episode featuring Isaac Kimes. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but no, uh, I I asked him. I, I had a question from him, and he brought up the geography B and how she ended a three week a three year run where he he had won three consecutive years and then his little sister took him out. So, um, I gave that, I, I, I edited that interview. Um, and then I put the phone filter on the Joe Biden phone call. Um, Chris did the, uh, the ringer and the voicemail message I was supposed to, but I forgot. And uh, I ask you,
1: can I ask you, can I ask you an OCD producer question there? Yeah. And I don't know if you agree here. And then, I'm, and then Morgan has a question. Would you have put the ringers in there? The ringer actually bothered me that we heard the phone ringing. I,
2: I just wanted to hear the voicemail pickup. I thought it was the perfect ringer for Greg Cody because it was an old phone that actually has bells in it. Like you could, you could hear like it was, you know, a lot of us didn't grow, a lot of people didn't grow up with that. Um, you know, they just had digital ringers on their cordless phones. I thought it was perfect. So I agreed with that. Um, all right. But, well, but, that's why you're but, on the but, Cody show with Greg Cody. And you're not. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, but Lean lie. into it.
2: <laughs> well, on that note, hold stay on. Stay it
4: from your that chest, world. Yeah, it from, in the from world. your chest.
1: No, <laughs> oh, on that note, and Morgan, we're going to get to you because this is something I've been want to say that I thought was funny from last week, and this is going to seem self involved. It's not. Last week seemed to be a Streeter versus Phlegm week publicly on Twitter within our small little universe that means nothing to fans of the show. And I just found it funny that as this back and forth occurs, the music, um, Yeti is becoming the producer of the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody without saying anything while we argue over two parody songs uh, that result in nothing. And so with that, I think the, the lesson learned here is real Greg's move in
2: silence like lasagna. <laughs> And while all that was going on, I decided to try to squash the beef by putting out my own of, you know, parody of the same, the same song. I was like, let's, oh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I tried to invite, I thought about inviting Will and just like your turn, you know, to see if we could, if we could get four, four of those out there, it'd just be really ridiculous. And it would be hard to, you know, do anything but like laugh at the whole situation. So
1: yeah, I think we proved that that's why Streeter want to assume
2: that song, the way he did it compared to the rest
1: of us. But Morgan, <laughs> you had a question for Yeti.
5: And um, yeah, in your interview, did you have to ask Greg questions about Greg so that he could talk rather than listen to you in your credentials?
2: Or? No, because, because my, like everything I brought to the table was Greg related. So like I said on the show today, it was, you know, it was, it was Greg nepotism or greg It was, he, he's a big Andy Griffith fan. He, uh, he recently referenced Andy Griffith, I think was number one on a Mount Gregmore. <laughs> I can't remember the topic, but number one on a Mount Gregmore recently. And, um.
3: You, gotta up, I, you got
2: to nip it in the bud. That's um, right. You got to nip it in the bud. I grew up in the same town as Andy Griffith and that he based the show off of. So I played that up. Uh, um, I, uh, you know, um, we had the same first and middle name. I made sure to bring that. I brought up the show songs. Um, I can't remember. I, I hit him with something else as well, but like, so he was just like, oh, you know. <laughs> fun, fun <laughs> fact about Andy Griffith
1: is uh, our point guard, Crispy. His father was actually friends with the actor that played yeah. Andy Griffith, if I'm not mistaken. Well, with
2: Andy Griffith, the, who was playing Matlock. Um, oh, well, there yeah, you go. yeah. So he, he so, was filming the look, show, and you are gonna have to forgive me. Uh,
1: yeah, hold on. Yep. Two
2: white guys with
1: two white guys laughing at me in the Zoom <laughs> from the Eastern Coast. Uh, you're going to have to forgive me for not knowing that Andy Griffin wasn't the character or the name of the actor. My apologies. Look, one of the
2: characters on on Matlock went off to play. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. He was he was Walker Texas Rangers right hand man. I can't remember the character. Cordell. Name. Yeah, Cordell. He went to go play Cordell on on Walker Texas Rangers. So there you go. I thought that was silver. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So yeah, Crispy's dad met him on the set of Matlock, and they became like he. He says cool. he actually liked his dad. So yeah, so I was playing to all uh, Morgan. I was playing to all those things to greg you know it on purpose but not on purpose it was a natural part of the conversation but i knew they i knew i wanted him to hear them because like he was like okay cool just you know hit on hit on the common points the things that you have in common and and like endear yourself to the person i you you could use that for any interview just try it the next job interview you have yeah um
5: also can sorry um do you think that you could um try and be known as like greg jr or something
2: I don't know. I, I, I've i never liked the idea of being a junior. Maybe Sir Gregory the <laughs> Second.
4: <laughs> Gregory the <Gregory
2: II. laughs> Second. That's how Greg would want his, his junior to be. <laughs> right, right. He'd want yeah. the second. No, my dad was that way too. His name was Jeff, uh, but with a G, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, Jeffrey. And he loved to play that up like, Sir Jeffrey. Like it when he, pr- he proposed to my mom in the school newspaper, um... And like, I think if I remember right, it said, Sir Jeffrey. Let's cut that out. I don't want my last name out there. Can you cut that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll cut uh, that out. Sir However, Jeffrey... I cannot
1: cut out that your dad was in the newspaper business. No,
2: no, it was, it wasn't. It was just, he was, he was at BYU and he had a friend who worked at, at the school paper. And then he met my mom. He, he, uh, she went outside to, uh, he had her new roommates tell her to go, go outside and get the paper and it was like opened up already to that page. And he was there on a knee waiting for her as she read it and looked at him like he was an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. And here I am. <laughs> here so, you We don't need to
1: relive the Oscars of parents having sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. I guess like, is there anything you want to say about the pod? Because I, I don't want to waste your time. I know you have a lot of things going on now that you're big time, but <laughs> is there anything you want to say or want us to know about the pod? Or if anybody else here had a question, I no, do yeah, if, if anyone that. else has
2: questions, I, I'll take yeah. those.
1: I got, I got one.
2: Go. Uh, what
3: was the weirdest thing or was there, did any, he asked you anything weird that you're just kind of like taken aback
2: or was it just
3: normal or did something strange happen?
2: It was normal. Like, great conversation it was like i said it just there was good chemistry we just we taught like we had known each other for a few years and that was the best part of it. i think mean, that's what that's where they saw okay this can work and that's where i saw this can work because you know i don't know i feel i feel pretty confident in my ability to kind of adapt and get along with almost anybody but you, you don't know how they're going to react to you and when it when it went well i was like okay this is great let's i hope i hope they want me to um uh to do this that's an indelicate question fan account <laughs> um, then why did he let me ask you no, the, the weirdest the weirdest the weirdest thing was when greg said okay you've lost your virginity <laughs> and, and but 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 you know, like like being on the show he's like you know you had to you know thank you for being with us you've lost your show virginity now and i just responded with a you know baby you know <laughs> and that was the only was the only way i could think to respond to that
1: the the only thing I was going to say that you referenced again here that I was going to say earlier when you talk about the whole interview process, right, is the – I, I don't want to call it an advance because I don't want to take any credit away. You deserve this. The cool thing about it is going into it, interviewing somebody that for years you've kind of gotten to know without him knowing you. So it was almost like playing poker against somebody or playing any sport that you've watched their moves and they've never seen yours. So Yeti play,
2: man. Yeah, yeah it, it's and, and that's actually a place where I've got to – Kind of ah, my light, Phil, where I've got to be careful a little bit, because like it's it would be easy for us to we, we've listened to these people day in and day out and, and hung on every word that um that they've said for years. And we feel like we know them, but we don't yet, you know. And and so like that's something I have to be cognizant of is that we don't overstep and get too comfortable too quick. Like, I'm really comfortable with them already, but I know there's there's I'm, I'm probably going to step in it one way or another and, and, uh, and just hope and hope it's not too detrimental. Like I, I will say, uh, like everyone jokes on Chris about being a goofball, um, and stuff like that. But like he, he's, you know, I'm a manager at work. I, I, I work with a lot of people. I've got a lot of people that report back to me. Um, and, and, and I've been doing this for years at an operations level and he's got very, you know, he's got like a lot of those similar attributes and, and like, cause he's, he, he didn't hesitate at all to give me some feedback after recording this week's episode. And there were really good, really good pointers, especially I'll, I'll share one thing. Like I'm, I'm used to driving a show with yes, maybe no. And, and in the producer role, I've got as the third voice, I've got to do make sure I'm doing more listening to be able to, to figure out when do you drive the, when, when do you, not you're not going to drive but when do I do things that can help push the conversation along or take it in a better direction or just say hey stop for a second we need to cut that or we are not keeping that in along those like little things like that and and I was like that's really good for me to know um and and I appreciated his like it was quick it was instant like any of you have had managers you don't like at work maybe a lot of it is that they don't give you feedback in real time they might let it build up for a long time and I really appreciated that that immediately he gave me feedback. And I, I think that's that's great. And that's gonna to lead to quick growth for us both and we'll we'll be able to make the show even better. All right. Last question. When are you getting <laughs> us two guts? When are, when am I getting you guys two guts? What was Who his answer be Raising to- up money? Right, right, right. What was his answer <laughs> answer to you guys on a I can't remember, did he say it on a cameo?
1: lou would know i
2: forgot yeah, yeah. it
1: took some it some sort of some sort of a absurd amount of money that only marked from uh, previously from reddit head <laughs> i have one more so. question yeah, Jeanette, oh girl. yeah of course
4: so when you guys you and greg were discussing andy griffith and you were buttering him up did either one of you start whistling the theme song
2: okay let me let you in on a secret here i'm a son of mayberry who can't whistle his own theme song
4: Oh. That's why I don't
2: live there anymore. They, they won't let me back Rinky. into town. <laughs> they banned you. They ran you out. You were banished. They, yeah, they won't, they won't let me, I'm banished until, and they, every time I try to come, come home, they have the sheriff there waiting at the, at the end of town, sheriff without a gun, by the way, cause that's, that's Andy Griffith. And he, he's, you know, if, if you can't whistle the little ringer goes off like Stu Gatz when he was trying to whistle and the ringer goes off. And if I can't whistle, then I can't come home.
4: And but so it's far, not your he's fault. He's it- never lost. It's not your fault. It's the wrong temperature there. That's right. That's right. It's just
2: just the wrong temperature. Every time I'm there, it's the wrong temperature. So whenever you do, and this
1: is a piece of advice that's unsolicited, just like everything else we do, if you ever do a duet with Greg Cody, because I know how great you are at music, be worse than him, please. I know you want to be better. <laughs> be worse than, for your own sake and future career. Be worse than Greg Cody. Maybe okay?
2: maybe we'll actually write that kind of thing. Maybe we'll actually write that whole song out one day. See, be
1: less 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 good than that. <laughs> do not do that. Alright, do you have anything else for us before you head out yeti? Uh, I know you have a lot of things going on, your music, your yes, maybe no, your original show song, and obviously the great Cody show. So whatever you want to promote before you have to head out. Yeah, I've,
2: I've, I've only gotten, I have no idea if anyone else is asking this. I mean, you know, our, our droves of droves of listeners may be curious, but um, I, I did get one person actually legitimately, actually, actually legitimately asked me this, but yeah, yes me though, no. yes, yes, maybe no. Not not cutting it out. <laughs> yes, maybe Noah's going to continue. We're going to go forward and, and keep. You know, we we've, we've got more guests coming up. We've got uh, some more great topics that we've already planned out. Um, so yeah, we we're going to keep moving forward. I have no idea if it um, will, uh, you know, slow down a little bit and be a little bit less frequent or not. But right now, the plan is to keep trying for every week, and and we'll go from there. So. And then other than that, tune into the Greg Cody show every Monday on your favorite podcast channel and allegedly serious. Sirius XM one forty five. Smooth. I don't awesome. know what time because you can't find it. I don't I
1: don't know why I was allegedly uh we weren't accusing him of crime, but you know what? We'll we'll run with it. <laughs> all right, Yeti hey man, we uh we appreciate it a lot, dude. dude. that was uh that was dope. And honestly, like from all of us, congratulations, yeah. Like, round of yeah. we're we're i could yeah. not be happier uh, yeah it could happen to a better person pr-
2: really appreciate all the support and thanks for having me on tonight and please cut out anything you need to that's a, that that was a long time and i'm sorry that's probably just the first name. 20 minutes that's good that's good and please yeah please cut out my last name i i just yeah uh, yeah I'll you like, guys that I wouldn't under that, wraps. like if you guys know that's one thing but there's some weirdos out there
3: yeah, well, yeah. No, you're, you're, <laughs> looking seven, you're looking at you're looking at
4: nine of them. The only half of them are in this. Yeah, in this pod. And one of uh. me.
3: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns—legends whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.